What's up, Roll Agenda? It's keeping on coming to you guys another one. Right now, I'm sitting in the backyard. It's about 3.40 p.m. Um, January 3rd. Um, I was thinking about something, so... <clears throat> you guys may not know, but I keep a journal. <clears throat> on some of my ideas I, I um, go through, but in 2021... I wrote that um, it takes more thought in the pairing selection than it did before. In the um, early 2000s and throughout the uh, year two, two, early 2000s to 2010 or 12, it didn't take as much thought as it takes now. Because now the birds have to be able to come in about a month earlier, maybe two, earlier and be able to maintain their performance levels throughout the year and be able to come out after being held in for five months and go back to their normal performance. I learned, um, I figured that I went back and reading this and, and that's true, that's what I need to do now. It's not that they have to start going 30 feet at um, at three months. Where my birds normally took three to three to five months to start showing some performance, I still require them to come in three after three months. But I need them to be able to maintain that throughout the year and be able to hold over for five months and then come back out and get right back to that same performance level. And those are the birds I've been trying to select. The problem with that has been in that second season of flying. Um, they, they, they never make it through the season. They get halfway and then they're gone. Not be gone because they left, gone because they get taken. So that's a whole season and a half that I consider to be wasted. You, you didn't get to see the, the uh, end results. You can't take it in and see if it can breed so it's not a bird is gone. So now you have to start with what's left of that season and try for the next season. And that cycle continues now. So that's another reason why I'm. Um, I breed the birds. If I see something real good in that first season, sometimes I don't want to take the chance of trying to keep it and then lose it. And I don't have it, so I don't have the option of doing nothing with it. That's why. Not because I think the birds um, don't fizzle out or nothing like that. It's just That's just why. So you don't have them no more, then you're left with second best. If that keep happening every year, how, how do you get better? You can hear the birds in the background. Um, I'm looking up some young birds, but... So that's, that, that was my thoughts in 2021. I wrote this in 2021. This is now 2024, three years later. And, and, that, and I still stand on that premise right there. I still stand on that. That's the way only one be able to do it. Or fly several babies off a pair and take your chance for one from this to one flown. <clears throat> that's my options right now. So I take those options and I, and I weigh them out, see what you one I think is gonna work. So what I try to do is fly the bird. If it give me a good hard season, really good, I take a chance with it. The reason why I think that's the best course of action is if it does not work in the loft, guess what I can do? I can put it back into the kit. That's been my course of action lately. No, not lately. That's I got to get back to that that way of thinking. Because what I was trying to do is try to have holdover kits with all these good birds in it. But then that second year. When I put them out, they look, they look tremendously awesome, great, all that. And then by the time mid-seasons come, those birds are not around. Out of that 20, I'm out here. I'll be lucky to have 12 left. 
in mid-season. So I just make my selections either from the nest, out of pairs that are that producing a higher percentage, or take one from the kit. This year I took them birds on the kit at the end of the year. It's three birds that got taken this year toward the end that I would have definitely took out. It was four actually, but one of them I did get a chance to take out. He's in loft, stock loft now. So if he don't work out as a breeder, guess what he can do? You know, right back to the kit. No problem, see? That's what I like about it. When you select birds from the nest, they've never been flown. So when you breed them, they don't give you what you want, what you're looking for, what do you do with them? It's hard to get them in the air, give them away, sell them, whatever it is. It might not be that they don't produce, they just don't produce what you need to move forward. And that's how I look at it. I'm saying, like I always tell you guys, which we, we, we used to get in the center to, 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 to protect the rim, get rebounds and score it, when all you want to do is shoot from outside, get no rebounds and even not protect the rim. He's going against everything you, you, you're drafting for. So, guess what? You get rid of him. But anyway, so I just want to add that to what I, what I talked about previously. And this would be matings and selections part two. Keep on the road agenda out. But first we're gonna do select, breed, fly, select again, repeat. Out, peace.